Welcome to the Crude Life Morning Show. Play hard, work hard. My name is Jason Spees. My mic is on, and we are live here at the Permian Basin Association of Pipeliners booth at the Shale Energy Resources 2021 Conference and Trade Show here in Midland Horseshoe Pavilion. June 10th is the date, and we've got Kent Kirkhammer as our guest. We also have Mark Ziegler on standby, just in case it gets a little too technical for Mr. Kent Kirkhammer, the CEO of New Coda. Well, he's a veteran, so look at him. He's ready to go with that sort of thing. So here, let's pull you up to the mic here, Mr. Kent Kirkhammer, and uh, see if your mic level's okay. Go ahead and say hello. Hello. Oh, now I'll turn your mic on. There we go. Thanks for having me, Jason. Appreciate it. Well, thank you for coming on the show and going with the flow this morning. <laughs> you bet. Well, last night was the uh, was the big bash. You know, they had a, a oil field helping hands had a fundraising bash last night, and so a lot of people are kind of meandering in right now. Yeah, it's a they, this not quite the pep that there was yesterday, <laughs> is there, right. folks? Huh? Okay, yeah. everybody got their hellos in yesterday, yeah. and. Yeah. Uh, we got Jim Wright speaking right now, Texas Railroad Commissioner, over in the meeting room. He's going to be joining us here on The Crude Life at 10 o'clock, which will be after after this interview with Mr. Kent Kirkhammer. So how are we doing then? What's going on? Good. No, things are good. It's a lot of happy to be here, a lot of excitement. Um, you know, it seems like everyone coming out of COVID, they're really excited to be here. A lot of people, uh, you know, attending and it's just the industry as a whole. You know, we were in Bismarck a couple, you know, weeks ago for the Petroleum Council deal there and the meeting, and that was a great show. And this one is the same, and it's What'd just exciting it? to be. Yeah, I thought that show was great. I mean, it seems like everyone was there, everyone was excited. Um, you know, price oil is turning around. It seems like uh, there's just a lot of excitement in the industry right now. It's yeah, it's good. Know, we were kind of joking before yeah. the air came on, is that you know, there's there's no season in oil and gas, but it's almost evolving into one mm -hmm. and it just seems like that williston basin petroleum conference is the kickoff for the oil and gas season yep and it and is. it's it has to do with the job that they do bringing in mm -hmm. the high level caliber of guests yep. that they do yep they have great speakers if you know great people attending it's it's a great show for sure well and it just kicks off the energy so you mm -hmm. get your gas in the tank yep you get ready to go you get a conference like this you know you get the texas railroad commissioner we got the uh, mayor uh, uh patrick payton was on yesterday he's taking on kind of a cause of uh sex trafficking mm -hmm. uh, against the industry so we're going to be doing a lot more with him as he continues to make washington dc aware of midland texas and how it's not causing he says reporters like from mm -hmm. reputable organizations they'll ask him like how is it being the mayor of the town killing the planet like that's how they frame mm -hmm. the question mm -hmm. for crying out loud yeah you know? it's so anyway but we well. sidebar here <laughs> uh let's talk about the gorilla jack i i forgot two things this morning uh on the way here i forgot my little uh you know the new iphones have a adapter that you got to put in to get the old school head jack yep okay, okay earphones you know the if, the old Walkman ones, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Well, I've I've got a microphone that attaches like that, like a lapel mm -hmm. microphone, but it's really good for impromptu interviews. And so a lot of times when I walk the floor, that's all I'll bring, not this actual setup that right. you see here, not this plush, palatial studio you see here at the Permian <laughs> Basin Association Pipeliners booth, no. But I'll bring that with, I forgot the little adapter, okay? Because I, 
watched the, some Peacock last night before I went to sleep, and mm-hmm. at 7.30 in my hotel room by myself, um, <laughs> with my dog sleeping <laughs> yeah. next to me. Thank you. Yeah, just pour some salt in these wounds, why don't you? Yes, thank you very much. Uh, I took out the adapter so I could listen, right? Well, I forgot the adapter on the nightstand. Mm-hmm. I also forgot in my suitcase a copy of the Bismarck Tribune that had the Gorilla Jack on the front page. That's right. So let's start there with my non-visual aid that I forgot. <laughs> and let's talk about the product that was such big news at the Williston Basin yeah. Conference that kicks off all these events that made the front page mm-hmm. of the state paper of North Dakota. Did you know that the Bismarck Tribune is the yeah. official state newspaper of North Dakota? I didn't know that, so, but yeah. I knew that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You just took a test. So that's you do right. know that. Yeah, all yeah. right. So let's talk about the Gorilla Jack and why you made the front page news. Yeah, no, it was, it was like I said, it was a great show. I mean, it, it helps to have a, a giant 25-foot inflatable gorilla sitting out front to get people's attention. That's for sure. But um, That was you. That was us. Oh, I thought because that's been there before. No, that was that was, that was us. This was the first time. I swear time. that they've done a gorilla before. Oh no, it's a big oil dude. Yeah. They always have like this big yeah. inflatable thing, and so here I didn't know it was yours. So with the uh, with the branding, the gorilla jack, we thought that that would kind of come together. People see that, and then kind of go to. Our, we had our booth. We had the claw machine that they were getting gorillas, and I thought the marketing was great, and it kind of put it all together. But it was a good show. Hats got off a, to whoever uh, did the claw machine marketing yeah. for mm-hmm. real. Yeah, that, that, yeah, was, that was. Uh, I don't know how you check the ROI on that, but either way. <laughs> The, the it was the talk of the show. Yeah. yeah, I'd have to give a plug right now to Rob Lindbergh with LeVenture. He, he does. A, we work with him on marketing, and okay. he did a great job for that us. Was a, that was so, a really yeah. smart thing to do. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, no, we got a lot of attention. It's a new product. I mean, it hits a lot of buttons. I think yesterday, you know, listening to that Chad Fraser with Endeavor. Yep. Uh, he spoke yesterday as the vice president, and you know, his, his one of his things that kind of hit home and kind of goes hand to hand with the Gorilla Jack is that as us as an industry as service companies, we got to get innovative. We got to find ways to do it quicker, cheaper, and safer. And I think we hit all those three things with the Gorilla Jack. You know, it's it's the ESG optics, I mean, but our product, it truly is. All it's right, safer. so what's ESG about it? Let's let's get into that. Yes, let's Let's, let's, let's do, do a it. sales call, an informational call right here. Oh, yeah. turn in my mic off uh, Mark, all right. Yeah. All Mark right. Ziegler, ladies and gentlemen, the veteran of the program. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got the Canadian Clipper here, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the Alberta Clipper. We don't want to get into that <laughs> no. hole. You go ahead, Hammer. You, East you versus West nonsense. <laughs> so, all right, let's get into the ESG part. Okay. So, um, how's it environmental? Just start there. We'll start there. Mark, why don't you talk about Sure. Um, so, I'll start out by saying that um, it really is upsetting to me when you mentioned that story about mainstream reporters asking that question about the to the mayor of Midland. You know what's it like to be the mayor of the uh, of the town that's killing the planet? And another so, one asked, "What's it like to be the mayor of the town killing polar bears?" Unbelievable. I mean, that's specific. So, yeah. and the theme again with the uh, CEO of Liberty and then uh, the gentleman from uh, Endeavor, Endeavor okay. that you know this vilification of our industry is it's getting pretty tiresome. So now we have the optics, like you say, of um, Oh, God, what's the acronym? ESG? ESG. ESG. So when you have a piece of equipment like ours... Okay, remember to talk into the mic. When you have a piece of equipment like ours that, first of all, uses... This, the design actually uses what we call an HPU, which is a hyd- hydraulic power unit, which is a deck engine. So as opposed to running off the engine of the actual tractor, of the Kenworth, 
which a lot of typical pieces of equipment do. You have a highly efficient, um, there's a specific green rating on these cat engines that you use as a deck engine to power these hydraulics. I can't remember the specific rating number, but it has a very, 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 I'm stressing that point, very low carbon footprint that particular cat engine they are the top of the line okay. so that's the first part of it the All environmental right. um i think the the second part of it also is the fact that i probably talked about it nauseum on our first call or our first uh, sit down jason was the idea of this is a safety oriented piece of equipment it is designed specifically so that you can operate it with fewer men fewer men going to the well site equals less risk if that's not ESG, please explain to me what is. Okay. Boom. So, there, so there's a couple of examples <laughs> okay. right there. So there we are. <laughs> Ask and you shall get. Yes, and the crowd goes silent. The social part's just in the name. I mean, Gorilla Jack. <laughs> Everybody's talking about it. It's a social thing to do. Yeah, it's, it's well said. Yeah. I agree. It's happening. But it's did, happening. Did you ever hear my uh, analysis on the name? Yes, I think I okay, listened to the interview. Right. The, yeah, yeah. The, the, the Colorado name. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's so funny to me. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to tell the, you which one of your employees knew I what know. I was talking about either. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, I might have a short list of maybe ideas of who that might be. Yeah. Who, who has a beeper number anymore? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there is a Dakota employee with a beeper number. That's right. yeah, <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. That's so funny. <laughs> anyway, but so uh, the governance thing—that's just obviously the transparency and just trying mm -hmm. to do that. And that's what you're doing right now actually is just trying to keep out the word what's going on so i kind of advertised this and promoted this as you guys is it was you have three or no you had one we have one, one. and then we have two now so two we have three now. total yeah okay yep. that's yep. what it is so yep. explain this because you had one now you got two so mm -hmm. this is oh this is news yeah you only had one when we talked nope no was there two we had two okay so we had the prototype we designed it and we first got it in north dakota um about a year ago uh, last yes. year yes okay that's one um and then we worked through that work you know with a the prototype there's yep. a lot of changes and uh worked through that did a lot of uh you know pilots on location with different customers working through that which we're very thankful for and learned a lot and then now we we what we the mistakes and the corrections that from the first unit we went and built two more and now uh, those units are a lot better than the prototype and, you know, just working through and kind of commissioning those right now, but excited to have those out in the field working for clients. And there's a long list of clients that are excited to have those out there right now, too. Are so they all in the Bakken? Are they in the they're, Permian? They're all in the Bakken okay. right now. We do have a division in, in Gillette, Wyoming, in the Powder River. Um, oh, no kidding. And we probably plan on maybe moving one there. And also we have hopes to uh, come down here in the Permian and, and set up shop in Midland, too. So, so what... What is it about the Permian that attracts you? Is it just the activity down here? Is there something like, uh, of course, the Bakken's got wet gas, there's dry gas mm -hmm. down here. You know, each one's a different play and that sort of thing. Yep. So just talk about the little bit of the ins and outs and what, well, why it's attractive. I like the Permian. I mean, it's definitely the activity level. I mean, yep. you can't lie. I mean, it's busy here. Oh, yeah. and, and it's And it seems like it's more of a sustainable busy. Yeah. You know, like, you know, Bakken, that's where, you know, I guess Nukota cut our teeth. That's where we started in 2011 there. Um, but, you know, there is ups and downs. And, and we also have the challenge of the winter. I mean, I don't know, Jason, it's cold in North Dakota. Did you know that? It is. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Operations do tend to slow down, so I mean so, a more stable environment here. Although it is a hundred and some degrees here today. I got today a sidebar. Too, <laughs> I got a sidebar because I did a story for the Bismarck Tribune back in 2016, when it was the sixth coldest winter on record in the state. Yeah. And it became apparent to me there's two things that 
made me realize that I was somewhat crazy for living in the state I was living because, number one, during the story, there are three things now. Okay, we had like 47 consecutive days that were air temperature below zero that year. Air mm-hmm. temperature, and it's like 65 below zero with wind chill, okay? Mm-hmm. Number two, diesel trucks were gelling up on the interstate it was so cold. Think mm. about that. Yeah. You're going 75 yeah. miles an hour with a hot engine. As and you're it going. it is so cold yeah. that you are gelling up on the interstate. Number <laughs> three, the first day it was above zero. A friend of mine calls me. He goes, Jason, it's so nice out. Let's go ice fishing. I said, I live in crazy town. Okay. <laughs> it is so nice out. Let's go stand on a frozen lake. Yeah, okay. I'm so not sure how to process <laughs> this, folks. All right. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, it's it gets cold up there. And actually, what really gave me uh, a new level of respect is when uh, uh, neighbors uh, allowed me my first rig tour. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, right outside of Watford City, 17 miles outside of Watford City. Yep. And when I saw how high they go up to change those pipes, oh yeah, I went 70 mile an hour winds mm. on December 28. That guy, you're not paying him enough. That yeah. girl, you're not paying her enough. Yeah. No way, no how. That was my uh, first job in the oil field in 1999, Are working on a drilling me? rig. <laughs> yes. So is there is there any sort of like if it's the wind's going too fast? You just you put up like prefab walls, they call it. Do you guys ever put a kite up? <laughs> no. <laughs> Surprisingly, happened. It but would no. just rip right off. It <laughs> yeah, end up yeah. in Medora. Okay, yeah, all yeah. right. That's two towns over, folks. <laughs> all right. So, uh, the Gorilla Jack. Let's let's talk about the name again, real quick. Where mm-hmm. it came from, how it how it got its deal, and then the logo. Of course, mm-hmm. I call it. It looks like some uh, <laughs> some sort of a Bigfoot looking gorilla. That's very buff looking. It's got a tattoo of the logo right on the peck. And then a Stripe Gremlins Mohawk. Yeah, that's right. It's How's aggressive. That? It's aggressive. How's that for a description? Describe it like that. Hey, grab the bike. Come on if you're going to talk. <laughs> when you describe it like that, yeah, it's pretty aggressive. Yeah, no, I mean, we kind of, I don't know exactly the moment we thought of the name, but we kind of threw around a couple names. But we were trying to, I guess, think of something. Initially, we called it the Rod Jack unit, which is kind of boring i guess for lack of a better term mm-hmm. um, you we want to say the other name too if you want we talked about that before but <laughs> well, we, we want something to get someone's attention right it's <laughs> okay I, I did listen to that part too on the interview what did we say it's either it's either uh gorilla off or <laughs> or jack gorilla that's right <laughs> take your pick <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, but, but so uh, I, w- the reason I like it is because it's new, it's different, and right now, honestly, that's that's where Johnny Green, the Earth Championship, came from. Is yeah. just s- Frackleberry Hound trying something new to engage. Yep. And you know what? Hey, not all of them are mm-hmm. going to work. Yep. Life will move on. That's right. okay. And just be like Days of Our Lives. Roman Brady's now being played mm-hmm. by this person and move on. Yep, exactly. You know? Yeah, we wanted something that's, uh, you know, synonymous with our name. You know, people will be like, you know, we want that new Coda piece of equipment, but, you know, something catchy. We want the Gorilla Jack. Do you worry it's, Gorilla mm-hmm. Jack might overtake new Coda? It's funny you say that. Um, oh, no, I'm serious when yeah. I say that. No, I know. And it's the reason I think it's funny is because uh, Ron Ness, first day of the show, when he saw the big gorilla and everything, he comes up to me, he's like, you're now known as the gorilla, just Without so you know. Without a doubt. <laughs> I mean, you branded yourself, yeah. that, which isn't a bad thing. No, no. You know, because no. really then, you know, and we've done that with some other brands too, where yeah. we've actually, like even the morning show, Play Hard, Work Hard, mm-hmm. if you've noticed, we are now sponsoring the show as the crude life because yep. we... Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. We, we actually have a construction industry looking at bringing the show over as a podcast to them. Wow. And that's a whole new revenue stream that we never even really thought of because yep. we looked at it as just, you know, okay, it's one show. Mm -hmm. Well, the name's so good, you can go to other industries now. Because yeah. a lot of people play hard, work hard. You yeah. know, they understand oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it's a great, and, you know, it's a great so, term, yeah. Well, if you're going to do it in the afternoon, you got to call it work hard, play hard. But if you do it in the morning, you play hard, you know, while you're getting ready for work. And then you go mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. listen. Like well, it's tough. Here's the reality of podcasts, guys, is that there's not a lot of people listening to oil and gas podcasts, okay? Mm -hmm. It's very technical. It's very boring. Mm -hmm. Everybody thinks that a, a podcaster is like Joe Rogan or, you know, Will Ferrell mm -hmm. with, uh, sure. uh, what's his name, uh, Ron Burgundy, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that sort of, so it, it, that's the reality is, is that people have to go and search for it and they have to go look for it. But if you've got something every day that you can get in the routine of people and it's adequate or better than what's out there, yeah, but that's it's huge. informational and useful. Yeah. I When I was at the Williston Basin Commerce, I'm not kidding you, I have not had a response on a product like that since when I worked at KFGO and we were the number one radio station yeah. for 40 years. So I did a night show on KFGO. And when I went out, and I did magazines before that, newspapers, so yeah. I had a little little notoriety around yeah. town, that sort of thing. Yeah. But then I was in the big leagues. Right, and I mean, it's just a whole yeah. new level. Like, you know, the shut-ins are coming up to you and saying, hey, how you doing? You know, like, <laughs> whoa, I didn't even know you were a person. Yeah. Where'd you come from? And, and it's just amazing how many people you can reach. Same thing, when we uh, reached out to Chris Moore and started working the relationship here, we did a, we did a 10 minute uh, cross promotion on her radio station. She said that she, uh, we, we're doing this women of the oil field, the real mm -hmm. women of the oil yeah. field. She said, we only talked for 30 seconds uh, about the real women of the oil field. Four calls immediately after denominate women. Yeah. Because of yeah. that reach that they yeah. have, you know, and that sort of thing. So, well, people forget that the radio, television, they still are useful. Oh, yeah. You know, for sure. 100%. but you can't put your eggs in all the basket. You got to mm -hmm. diversify yep. and that sort of thing. So mm -hmm. that's why we create the ecosystem. All right. Enough of my sales pitch that apparently that turned into. Whoa, that was different. <laughs> We're here to talk about you. So let's get into what you guys have going on. So what's New Coda, by the way? Talk about what New Coda is and, you know, yeah. just that company. Yeah, no, New Coda, we started it in 2011. My business partner and I, Jared Seifert, um, we were both at a company called Pure Energy and we just saw some gaps in the market. We were still at that time in North Dakota flowing into open pits, you know, and we saw that that probably changed for environmental reasons. So we come up with a product and design an open top tank uh, with diffusers and we ended up getting a patent on that. And uh, that's kind of how we got going with New Coda. It started out of Minot, North Dakota. Uh, it was kind of funny. I always tell the story. We went in our first meeting uh, with a client and Jared and I had enough money uh, to pay for two open top tanks and uh, they put an order in for four. And, you know, new to business and we're younger guys and we're in the parking lot. We're high-fiving and hugging each other and we're like, wait a sec, how are we going to pay for these things? Um, you know, obviously <laughs> got into the world of banking and all yep. that stuff. And it's just kind of a funny story to look back at that. But, you know, now uh, that was our first product, Open Top Tanks. But, I mean, we have a lot of rentals. Um, we're, uh, we're a company, you know, production testing flowback as well is probably our main service. Okay. But, you know, we've always been a company that's uh, been very innovative and um, trying to be a problem solver and a partner with the company. I mean, we've had a lot of companies that come to us and say, hey, we have this problem. Can you help us with it? And not having a huge corporate structure, you know, Jared and I and guys like Mark and everything can just sit down and say, yeah, yeah, we will. 
you know, where you're a bigger company, nothing against them, but you know, there's a lot of red tape through uh, to do projects and to do innovation and come up with new products. So I think that's one of our big strengths is we can pivot quickly and we have the ability to, uh, you know, come up with new products and be innovative and problem solvers. So what kind of barriers to entry are you experiencing here? I mean, you've got one, two products now, just a couple, three, and it's new, so you're going to get pushback no matter yep. what, no matter what. Um, you know, um, what are you hearing from people? Mm -hmm. uh, what can you tell people that is true, not true, what you're working on? Just talk yep. about that side of it. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely challenges with a new piece of equipment. I mean, uh, obviously, but um, my our thing is when we, you know, run into challenges, this is, let's try it, you know, let's show it. And yep. I think some of the most valuable feedback and lessons we've learned is actually getting the honest feedback from the client. You know, when we go out there and they say, you know, hey, we like this, but this this is a problem or this is a challenge. I mean, yeah, in I, fact, we should probably take a moment to do a PSA, a planet service announcement. Yeah. That honest feedback is needed right now in the world. So yep. uh, a lot of uh, CEOs and a lot of uh, executives and a lot of uh, presidents, they want some honest Absolutely. feedback. Yeah. They're not looking for a fight. They're not looking for an argument. No. They want to know how to make things better and how to change. Yeah. So that's right. our planet service announcement yeah. today. That's the new PSA. Okay. I like it, Jason, but no, it's true. I mean, that's kind of where we've seen a lot of success and made a lot of great changes is actually sitting down and being honest with the customer and saying, you know, I think I'd rather see it work this way or I'd rather see it do this instead of just saying, them saying nothing or saying, yeah, we like it, but mm -hmm. you know, I mean, what is the buts? Like you said, like, tell us about it. We, we, and then that's a way that we actually start that partnership with the client. They have buy-in, we have buy-in on the project and we can work together to get something that will save them money, be quicker and safer. So you're coming down to the Permian, and you're here today. Um, is it, my guess is, is operators are, are your customer, or is there someone else? Because I, I always like to ask people who their customer is, because yeah. my joke is that there's upstream, downstream, midstream, salmon stream, and there's even a trout stream, too. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's all kinds of streams in this yeah. business. Well, I mean, so many truckers and cafe owners, and, and they rely on the oh, oil yeah. and gas. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm considered media. Mm -hmm. I'm not considered oil and gas. Right. But... I am oil and gas, so yeah. There you are. And, and so, uh, you know, who is your customer? And both for Gorilla Jack and Nukoda, mm -hmm. uh, and then, yeah, just who is it? And yeah, our customers are operators. Yep. I mean, we're with all our services and rentals and the Gorilla Jack and everything. I mean, we're we're focused and work for operators. Um, but it's kind of interesting to ask that question, especially with the Permian Basin. I mean, I think it goes back to just connections. Networking's huge. Yeah. Um, maybe there's an opportunity we can partner with someone down here that you know have synergies in their equipment and the Gorilla Jack and we can kind of work together. We'd be open to something like that. I think you can't be too close-minded. I think everything's on the table, especially now in this industry and how it's changed to being more of a commodity base or, you know, more of a, the boom's gone, I guess you can say. Well, I've, I've, uh, I grew up in agriculture, so I, mm -hmm. I watched the grocery store replace the farmer. Okay. Yeah. I listened to it every Sunday and yeah. Thanksgiving and, you know, birthdays and bar mitzvahs and mm -hmm. well, I'm not Jewish, so we didn't have bar mitzvahs, <laughs> but Catholics. So, um, uh, donut balls after church. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, but so I, you know, I listened to it and heard it saw firsthand. I watched yep. it happen and still everybody thinks that your food comes from the grocery store mm -hmm. and I'm in the media and I was in publishing. So I got knocked out. So I survived five or six recessions. depends on if you want to call the last one or three. 
And uh, I got nailed in one of them back in 2009. And that's when all the newspapers went bankrupt. Yep. So these newspapers had a 100-year monopoly. And then all of a sudden, within 5 to 10 years, they were going bankrupt. I don't feel so bad about my business going under in 2009 yeah. Yeah. when I survived four or five other recessions. Okay. Uh, yeah. I learned a lot from that yeah. for this go-around, actually. Yeah. Seriously. And so what, what I'm telling people is that right now, I believe the energy industry the oil and gas and coal worker are being replaced by the light switch. And mm-hmm. it's just that cut and dry. Yep. And the, the, so we need to think differently mm-hmm. to connect with people. Mm-hmm. We need to partner in non-traditional ways that yep. people aren't, aren't thinking you know, outside the box before. Yep. That's why we're reaching out to these other you know, yep. shale plays and different media organizations who would be considered competition normally. Mm-hmm. And, and we're like, right mm-hmm. now, we're, we're looking at a new program here in the Permian. Mm-hmm. off of just what happened in the last 24 hours here at the show. That's great. Oh, totally. In North Dakota, we've got a television program we're working mm-hmm. on statewide. Awesome. With, yeah. with Yeah, which will be regional after that. But now, those will be synergized. Do you mm-hmm. see what I mean? Yep. So that's why mm-hmm. this networking and even getting new a new network that may not assist you right away. Mm-hmm. Okay, it may not, you may not get any business right away. There was one guy we interviewed at the Williston Basin Conference. I'll never forget this. He came down here. He's from North Dakota, right? Yep. God, I love North Dakota. So he, he comes down here, hangs out in the Walmart parking lot, okay? And he waits for South Dakota, Minnesota, Wyoming, waits for the Bakken license plates to yeah. come into the... <laughs> He just accosted them right in the, hey, how you guys doing? Hey, just, you know, but North Dakota nice, whatever. Yeah. He got business from that. And I'm like, that is the coolest cold call. And he goes, Jason, it was out of necessity. I go, what the hell do you think a cold call is, man? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. not a necessity. <laughs> Welcome to the real world. Yeah, well, and in great. the newspaper industry, getting back to that, um, one of the things that some newspapers did, like in, in, in Denver, for example, mm-hmm. where there was a few newspapers that had uh, not a monopoly. So Detroit, Minneapolis, New York, Denver, a few of them. But most of the country, you had one newspaper in each town. But yeah. what Denver tried to do is sh- share a sales staff. And then when that didn't huh. work, they actually tried to share an editorial staff. So, wow. I mean, they were trying all kinds of different yeah. stuff to make it. Well, they didn't both want to go out of business. Yeah. So they just said, okay, what's your circulation? What's our circulation? Let's just prorate the, you know, they just went mm-hmm. to science. And made it work from there, and it worked for a while. So, yeah. anyway, there's there's the lesson, folks. That I apparently I'm taking off my Mr. Rogers cardigan now and going <laughs> to that. Well, I'm getting gray hair. I looked at myself yesterday and realized I'm old. Yeah, I'm old. No, I anyway, know I feel but, so how, are you guys taking off today? Yeah, yeah, we're actually heading back uh, tonight, flying back to North Dakota. Okay, yeah. and uh, 100 degree, 110 yesterday here. Started the day I think 30 degrees, and then it. By noon, it was 110. It was hot. That's a swing. Yeah. Well, because a little bit of rain and overcast the day before. Well, that looks like the railroad commissioner coming. So I, uh, I felt for the guys uh, sitting outside in the outdoor booths yesterday. What's that now? Well, they're, when they're just sitting on the outdoor booth in the heat. Oh, you felt for them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a long day I for some of those guys. I you fell for them. I'm going, what are they playing, three-card money out there? <laughs> they got the shell game? That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they maybe were. We didn't see that. <laughs> I mean, this, is, this has been a heck of a show, actually. Yeah, this has been more of a, a very upbeat energy with it, you know? Yeah, it's been great. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure, you know, what kind of business is being done, just like in the Williston Basin. I have no idea if anybody got any business done or what, yeah. but I do know that this is the type of positivity that is real mm-hmm. versus watching someone on TV tell you, 
staying positive. Hey, yeah. everything's going. You know, so it was great to press uh, press the flesh again, see the the eyeballs and the whites. I told Jeff, the guy who runs this, I said, you're going to benefit from just being the first one down here to go do it. Yeah. Yep. You know, because I think the established one is in August. Okay. Yeah. And we're going to be here for that one as well. We got invited mm-hmm. to that one, so we're going to yep. come down for nice. that one. And um, it's just being being the kind of the first one in and getting it going again and everything. Have you got any success? Have you guys made any contacts? Yeah. Yeah, we've made a lot of contacts. Okay. And I've, I've known some people that are down here from previous jobs I've had so that's great to reconnect with them but we uh yeah we had a great meeting last night to supper dinner and okay. uh, yeah no it's been really good uh, I was going to mention uh, the uh, elite energy we got the Allen family mm-hmm. so they're down here as well they yep. just opened an yep. office so yeah we were so. talking with them yesterday we were looking at maybe doing something in Colorado with them too so okay. yeah well let's wrap her up here I've got my phone buzzing I just realized <laughs> I gotta let somebody in the front door with their name badge that's why they're calling and then they got the railroad commissioner coming over here so they're sending a text over and it's all kinds of shenanigans and brouhaha happening here at the shale energy resources 2021 conference and trade show june 10th here at the midland horseshoe pavilion kent kirkhammer mark ziegler nukota service rentals and of course the gorilla jack and you guys have a website Yep, uh, www.nucota.com. www.nucota.com, is that right? Yep. See, triple W, that's our little abbreviation in the media. It sounds yeah, cool yeah. and hip, right? <laughs> All right, folks, we'll catch you in a bit. Thanks for having us. <laughs>